Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and a biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bow, and Pastor Adam Mosier continue their discussion on the small called articles. Being Lutheran is sponsored by the Free Lutheran Bible College and Seminary, establishing students in the eternal and inerrant Word of God for a life of faith in Jesus Christ and faithful service to His kingdom since 1964. To learn more or apply, look at FL bc.edu. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bowen. I'm joined by Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Adam Osier. And I was You got trying, a verse for us, Brett? Yes, I do have a verse. It you is promised John, the people. Yes, John 17, 15. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. Amen. That's Amen. 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 That Thanks is not listening. our New Testament lesson. It's just no. Brett's closing from last week. Yes, yeah. Yes, so. he, he. Yeah, go back and listen if you haven't. It right. was a, it was an epic ending yeah. for our, uh, for our podcast. I think it was fitting, is what it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This week we'll have seven downloads. Thanks, Brett. You're, you're welcome. Yep. This is a the make fun it's of Brett episode. Yeah. yeah. The roast. The it's the Brett Bow roast. Everyone's Ooh. been waiting for. I love it. So for yeah. those, yeah, Brett is so no. Um, <laughs> so for those of the yeah. people who didn't listen last week, what what does that verse have to do with what we're talking about? Yeah. So we've we've been talking. What's a small called articles particle? <laughs> I said particles. Uh, we are on the Apotelis Maticum. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> small called articles. Part this really two, is the, the roast three. bread. This episode. is the roast bread episode. <laughs> uh, small called two point three uh, on yes. chapters and cloisters. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I was thinking of that verse as we were talking, ending last episode, talking about. Uh, Edu- education in, in those places. Do you almost say education? <laughs> <laughs> you are. You must be frosting because so, you're on a roll. So basically what Brett's trying to say is this. Uh, Jesus wanted us to be in the world to tell people about yeah, him. Yes, Instead yeah. of in these cloisters. That's, I mean, that's really it. Yep. The 90 second, 101 seconds that I think we've been talking right. thus far. Yeah. Uh, that's all, it, that's all really that verse means right. is that uh, Jesus yeah. wants us in the world. He doesn't want us out of the world, but in the world, uh, reflecting him in vocation. Yes. Right, Brett? That's Thanks, right. Brett. You know, I, I'm going on vacation next week. So maybe you're, just, you're I, already checked out. I, I kind of need a vacation. This is your senior so. slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Well, let's let's start with this question. You know, it, it, there's uh, there's talk of blasphemy here. Um, what, uh, what? Why is? Why are these things called blasphemous in, in this way? Yeah, the first edu- or the first education. <laughs> Look what you've done. You're contagious, Bo. Uh, the first uh, yes. accusation that Luther levies against the Roman Catholic Church for the ab- abuses of the cloisters and chapters and monasteries and everything else is that it's blasphemous. That um, hmm. these ways of worshiping God, in fact, aren't worship at all, but they're blasphemous. And we would, all we have, well, I mean, really what we need to do is define what blasphemy is again, and that is a misuse of God's name according to the second commandment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so how do, how do cloisters uh, misuse God's name? So you misuse God's name when you give God's approval to something he has not given approval of, and that would be the part of the second commandment where this falls under, so that... Hmm. The, uh, that the lives of the priests and the monks and the nuns and the abbots and everyone else are more uh, 
appeasing to God, more appealing to God, more approved by God than normal, ordinary life simply because they are religious and pious by nature and that God approves of them as such, that would be a blasphemy. It would be a misuse of God's name and attaching his name to false teaching. And it would be a complete violation and commingling of law and gospel as well. You know, the whole idea that somehow we can attain God's favor by our works and not the works of Christ. Uh, And and the the things that we rely upon, the things that we build the foundation, what do we build our foundation on when we think about our standing before God? Ultimately, we we need to look at scripture and say, you know, we we look to Christ, that that his finished work is our foundation. Um, The monasteries of Luther's day, and truthfully, to some degree of today, um, and individuals and different, uh, different organizations as well, do the same thing. They look to their work that somehow this is more pious. This is better. Um, that's an interesting thing. So, so one of the things that I like to tell our, our Bible college students who come in, they're young people, they're, they're coming in. I think one of the things that they think this place is, is going to be a place where they can learn exactly how to interpret every verse of scripture and that they'll never have to really, you know, struggle again. Uh, I think sometimes the mentality also is I'm a better person for having gone here. And there's a sense in which I, I like to think that that's true. Anytime we immerse ourselves in God's word, that God, God builds us and, and, you know, he, he uses that to develop us into more like the image of Christ, but that's not going to give us any sort of benefit in the world, right? That's not sort of, well, I'm going to hide here because this is where it's safe. No, you're here because I want them to learn God's word so that they could go out into the, uh, in, into the world that they're, they're not meant to stay here. We kind of have the joke that, that, uh, some people are lifers yeah. <laughs> that they they come into this bubble, but I don't want this to be. Uh, it, it might be a little bit more sheltered. We, we might have some more structure than people like at our college, you know, in terms of expectations and and life and dress and this and that. But at the end of the day, I want to train them so that they can go out into the world and function well, uh, taking what they've learned and using it to proclaim Christ wherever they go. Are you saying that you want students to start here and go anywhere <laughs> grounded in God's word? Yes. And Instead of the the shirt that I saw at our picnic, uh, start here, go nowhere, just stay. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the Afflebus lifer. Yeah. That's what they said. There was a shirt that said There that. was. It was hilarious. Really? And at the same time, don't show anybody that. Yeah. 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 It's a kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. I also saw it posted on Facebook. The, the whole point, though, is that this isn't a refuge for you to withdraw from society. It's a refuge so that you're no longer immersed in society and can be grounded in your faith before going back out into the world. There's a completely different focus on what our school does versus what the cloisters were doing. Yeah, right. it's almost like as though we are uh, establishing pastors, preachers, and other servants of the church, as, whether, as well as other people necessary for earthly government and cities and states, and also yeah. well-trained women, young women to head households and manage them. And yeah. decent right. women. I'm, yeah. decent, decent women, women. yes. I am, you know, I'm quoting the article there, right? Yeah. That's what we're looking to do. Um, we are not looking to develop uh, self-righteous know-it-alls. Yeah, exactly. And the hope that is, would be blasphemy. Yeah, that would be blasphemy. And the hope is that you are a better person leaving here because you've learned to not depend on yourself for your own righteousness, but you've learned to depend on the righteousness that you are given in Christ mm-hmm. and that 
that righteousness frees you to love your neighbor. It's that whole mm. assurance of salvation vocation dynamic right. that yeah. I'm always harping on. Yep. That's where you become a better person because you are not thrown about yeah. by the, the trends and the waves and you're not battered to and fro by life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, last time we, we talked about this, these establishments being like the anti-vocation. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's, that's kind of an interesting thought of, uh, you know, the way you're describing the Free Lutheran Bible College is going out into vocations and serving. Um, and so uh, how does the idea of vocation uh, get run roughshod with the cloisters and monasteries and, and so on? Well, step one is that it is a voluntary and an intentional drawing, withdrawing away from your neighbor, mm-hmm. right? The whole point of cloister is that you're not living among the rabble. And even the earliest intent was so that you could focus more on your relationship with God. Uh, Luther, is it here or no, it's in the Augsburg Confession. Um, Melanchthon relays a story in the Apology to the Augsburg Confession about St. Anthony, who was one of the vers- first desert hermits. And this this anecdote in in the in the apology says that he prayed for God to show him the most pious way, and what he showed him was a shoemaker in Alexandria, <laughs> and and the guy would say a couple prayers for his family and the government, and then would get about the business of making his shoes. And Melanchthon uses that and anecdote to a, a, a cross on the side yeah of the no shoe. he just faithfully do his job I right know, just, yeah the yeah. the Christian <laughs> shoemaker makes good shoes doesn't John three sixteen on the sole yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's oh it's the uh, it's the Philippians 4.13 workout wear. But Anthony, as Melanchthon relays, St. Anthony then understood that justification was found in faith in what God has done for us and not in our personal piety. And over time, the Roman Catholic Church perpetuated the blasphemous lie that we were made more righteous by doing these dedicated lives to God in in, in what happened is that the cloisters and the uh, the abbots and the monasteries and, and all of these things became tremendously wealthy. They became their own separate class in society, and, and it didn't take long before they're entirely hypocritical institutions. And that's where the vocation comes. Now, certainly... Some of the monasteries, some of the cloisters, uh, some of the the monastic chapters served the communities around them, Mm -hmm. uh, and certainly some of them do today. But uh, I know of two semi-local monasteries in the upper Midwest. There's one in North Dakota and one in South Dakota. uh, and, And I have heard that they are very beneficial for people who want to get away and they will let you stay for free. And, and you know, uh, I've known pastors who've gone on writing retreats there yeah. just to refresh. Uh, and that's a service. I have never once heard a report about the good they're doing in the community, though. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And th- there's a difference there, right, between, you know, when you say that, you know, we're, we're talking about ordinary everyday life. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're, yeah. we're not talking about, like, activism necessarily, like we need to be, you know, the social justice warrior and that type of thing as well. Uh, although caring for the neighbor, <laughs> caring for the hungry, uh, caring for the poor, educating children, uh, being a good dad, being a good mom, uh, being, you know, being the best accountant or doctor or farmer or whatever, cobbler (laughs) cobbler or, you know, even a shoemaker, you know, um, the, they're the same thing just for the record. Uh, that whole, that whole purpose, I had to say that cause yeah, I, you yeah. know, I was, you know, I was, I was like probably 37 when I found out what a cobbler was. Um, anyway, 
those are the I don't know where I was going with that. No, you yeah. drop that in there. Peach cobbler. That's my Peach, favorite kind yes. of cobbler. It makes me hungry. I got yeah, I got yeah, hungry I, and got distracted. But what I was saying, all of those things are are what we're to be about. And you don't see that in, in the monastery. Well, and, and that's the clear uh, everyday ordinary life is what's at focus here. You know, uh, certainly if a monastery or a cloister raised ten million dollars for the local school. That's great, and it would have a tangible benefit. But they operate on the idea of poverty. They're not pursuing that, so they're not going to be the philanthropist. They're operating on uh, silence in a lot of cases, so they're not, you know, some. And, and so they're not uh, speaking the gospel. They're not proclaiming the gospel, uh, you know, to the world. They are internalizing scripture. They're not, ex, you know, put, putting it out there after they've internalized it. Um, they are not going to proclaim, you know, the, the benefit and value of family because they have, you know, sworn to celibacy. There's, there's no... I mean, they, they set up rules for themselves that are actively cutting them off fr from normal everyday vocation. That's unhealthy. And it's, it's blasphemous because they're not only they're, are they giving God, um, you know, taking away from his name, second commandment, like we talked about, but they're also, you know, they're also uh, spitting in his face because they're saying what he has created as the normal means of life isn't good. And, and they're not saying that out loud, but that's what the message is, right? When we need to be uh, set away, or, you know, uh, you know, put in, in a cloister somewhere. Yeah, it's. I I think what's so interesting about because we could rail on the Roman Catholics until yeah. the cows come yeah. home, and it it doesn't do us a bit of good, right? But how much of what we see. Luther railing against here in this article has been echoed in generic American Christianity. I mean, we've basically reestablished the entire yeah. scenario. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's almost a sense that sometimes we set up all these church events as not monasteries, but they have kind of the same effect where it pulls us away from vocations. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's not, that's not a healthy way to go about it either. Yeah, the church that... Uh, has 18 different programs going on seven nights a week and makes you feel guilty about not participating in every one of them is causing you to live in denial of your God-given vocations. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Churches that become country clubs right. uh, have fallen into this area. Churches that will treat visitors like a second class of citizen to the people who are there. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen a church split uh, when they were trying to make decisions, and part of the the split was uh, the the there were two classes of members: the ones who had been there during the for the dramatic founding of the church when they broke off from the ELCA, and then the people who had kind of trickled in over the years. And anytime there'd be a disagreement between the two factions, the one side will put out the the trump card that you weren't there when we experienced all of that. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it creates this hierarchy. It creates this caste system. And we so easily fall into these traps. We so easily fall into the traps that being an usher is good. Being a Sunday school teacher is better. Being a pastor is better still, but you really haven't arrived spiritually unless you're willing to become a missionary. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah. where you, you, you get these magic heaven points yeah, for yeah. every level of Christian service you are willing to commit to. I still 
know people who think I'm substandard as a Christian because I've never been on a mission trip. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah and, yeah. and that's because other countries won't have you, but that's not the point. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, let's face it. I'm wanted in 12 different nations. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this, this discussion is, got me thinking of a quote from, I don't have you guys ever heard of the book that Gene Veith wrote, Working for Our Neighbor? It's kind of like another... God at work? No, it's... it's yeah. <laughs> no, it's... A, I think that's how it's pronounced, Brett. God at no, work. This is a different book. Is that book. like the message translation of God no, at work? <laughs> this is... It's it's like... It, it is that, but it's uh, no, to I a different know. audience. This but, is the roast bread episode. Yeah. <laughs> that, there you go. Yeah. I just want to read a quote from that book. Uh, Gene Veith writes, The doctrine of vocation shows Christians how to live out their faith in the world and integrate their lives around that faith. It does so not by adding more things to do, rather it extends God's presence and applies the Christian faith to the daily, ordinary, seemingly mundane realms of work, family, and community. Um, and so doing so, it gives each of these parts of our lives a new meaning and value and brings a sense of coherence and perspective to the whole. Um, yeah, and I, I think Veith just nails it here of, of uh, what we're talking about of... Uh, not giving us more things to do, like in a, a monastery or a cloister, um, even if we're not going away to a place like that. But um, yeah, it, infusing every aspect of our lives with that, that meaning and, and seeing God at work. Uh, well, you yeah, know, yeah. The but, whole undercurrent at play here is that we want to do big things for God. We want to do things we get credit for. We want to do things that get noticed. And really the Christian life is mostly lived out in the mundane yeah. and the ordinary. Yeah. I, I see that here at, at the college all the time. The students come in and they, they are eager to do things for God, which is awesome, right? I mean, it's wow. great that they have that energy and the, the desire to do so. But their mentality in many cases is we need to be doing things outside in the community specifically to help those who are socioeconomically disadvantaged, help the poor. Now, don't get me wrong. We should help the poor, but it, it's not just helping the poor that is doing God's work. That's something that uh, is is in everything. So what I tell the students, uh, it, this all stemmed from some of the, the riots and things that have gone on in our in our community here in oh, Minneapolis. Oh, I wasn't aware of those. Yeah, I, I know you weren't. <laughs> you were cloistered in your house. Um, uh. <laughs> but, but Factually the, uh, accurate. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that was true. But in all of that, some, some of the areas in which our students used to minister were are, are now... Um, some of the most unsafe places in the community. And so we've kind of dis, you know, discouraged our students from North Dakota with no city you know, understanding whatsoever to, to go to those places. And then, but but that, that's not where I, I need to serve the Lord. And I was like, you know what? You can serve the Lord by being a really good student, being a good nanny being a good worker, you know, being yeah. <laughs> and whatever you're doing, uh, being a good, you know, warehouse worker or a restaurant worker, you, you can serve the Lord that way. In fact, uh, Pre you know, prepare the, for your future neighbors. Yes. Yep. You're in, in preparing. Yeah. Preparing for, you know, your future neighbors. But as a student, you're also serving, you, you know, you're, you're serving your teachers and you're serving, uh, what God has established in, in the community around you as you're teaching others as well. So I mean, there's neighbors to love wherever, uh, I recognize we only, we like to see only one subset of, of neighbors to love. And that is another way of this playing out in common in, in everyday society in a Lutheran Bible college. Yeah. That's a massive point right there, Adam. That's a really big idea. And, and this fits into this narrative that only the prescribed piety is the piety worth celebrating. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. that is not endemic just to the Roman Catholic church. That's endemic to the sinful nature, mm -hmm. right? That we, you know, 
you, you look at American, generic American evangelical culture, and you know, that's especially like testimony culture, right? Where we share uh, the, the story of our faith. Well, who are the people who get put on the stage? Yeah. It's only the people that have dramatic conversion mm-hmm. and influence stories. Or right? yeah, big influences in, in rough areas. Uh, you know, I think of World Magazine, uh, World News Group, uh, a, a great organization, highly recommend them. Uh, you know, you get the Daniels of the year. That That's their yeah, kind yeah, now of... Yeah, it's the award for effective compassion. Yeah, right? for yeah. the most, you know, effective compassion in communities. And, and, you, and you highlight that. I, I would love to see a testimony, you know, mom getting up. Yeah, I woke up at, you know, 6.30 this morning, got my kids dressed. They yelled at me. I yelled at them a little bit too. Shouldn't have done that, but uh, made them breakfast, <laughs> got them off to school. The toddler stayed yeah. home, pooped his pants, and I had to change his diaper. You know, and yeah. oh, okay. You know, what, what's, uh, how, how is that Christ? Well, it is. It is. It's absolutely because that toddler who pooped his pants needed you know, Christ was hidden in him. <laughs> you know, he was, he, he was hidden in that toddler. And as you change that diaper, you were serving him uh, and you were serving Christ who was hidden there. And, and by the way, you were also being Christ to him because he was helpless and needy and you were there to help him. And, and all of this is, is biblical rea- realism. It's biblical reality that we have neighbors to serve in whatever capacity. And um, we can certainly celebrate the Daniels, but we, we have to recognize the most ordinary occupations as things that God has given me. I, I am angry right now as we speak, because I have to pay this assessment to get my street redone. But you know what? There are some guys standing outside today in front of my house, putting down curb in a hundred and what, what is 102 heat index today as we record. Uh, they're standing out there so that I can drive on nice roads. They're loving me, <laughs> but that way they, they don't see it that way, but they are. And, and I'm loved by my neighbor. I want to love my neighbor. It's hard to do that when we're cloistered. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's not an either or proposition. It's a both and mm-hmm. proposition that we should celebrate the, those who have been gifted and called to feed you know feed the hungry, care the for Daniels. the poor, the Daniels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I had a pastor mentor who put it this way one time, and, and and it's always stuck with me. He's like, we need to celebrate the the Pauls, the Matthiases, and the Bobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? He's like, well, for every Paul, uh. there's a Matthias. Right, so you you've got the famous worker that everyone knows, and then the worker that gets his name, and no one knows anything. But we don't know anything about Matthias except that he literally got the short end of the stick. Right, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he's the guy who was who, who got the the odd numbered straw to be included as apostle number twelve, and yeah. everyone's like, yeah, well, Paul, right? No, that yeah, that sort of thing. But he said the difference is for every Matthias, there's a million Bobs, mm-hmm. just the normal everyday guys who are out there doing their jobs and you know, we salute you, you, Bob. Yeah. We (laughs) salute you, Bob Uh, or Mary or, you know, whatever it's, but that's the thing we miss. And, and, you know, should we praise the criminal who got converted in prison and and started an effective ministry and lived a life of zeal on fire for Jesus their whole life? We should absolutely salute that. Should we salute the stay at home mom with the poopy diapers and, you know, the bags under her eyes and the, uh, feed her the gospel when she feels like she got nothing done that day. He's describing yeah. none of our wives, just for the record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our wives are all Proverbs 31 women. Yes. With oh, no bags oh, under yes. their eyes, yeah. yes. Uh, and they Changing knit- poopy diapers with no bags, yeah. yes. Uh, and they knit mittens while they're changing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and we sit by the gate and just tell everybody uh, how good they are. Yeah. I love that. That's a 
It's a great passage, <laughs> Proverbs 31. But the whole point of what Luther's railing against here is that the cloisters were none of these. The cloisters were another way, maybe the logical conclusion for us to sort everyone so that we know who's better than someone else. And that's what our sinful nature wants to do. We want to have our righteousness, but we want to have our righteousness in such a way that other people see that we're more righteous than someone else. Hmm. Amen. Well, maybe that's a good place to end the plane today. I, I don't have a verse for us today. You know, we don't want to uh, end the plane. That sounds very <laughs> uh, terroristic. We'll land it. Good point. Amen. Right. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as Pastor Jason, Pastor Brett, and Pastor Adam continue their discussion on the small call articles. Do you know a student who would benefit from the training at the Free Lutheran Bible College and Seminary? Encourage them to apply at flbc.edu. Applications are open for both fall 2023 and 2024. Start here, go anywhere, grounded in God's Word. 